Let's go! You are Locked On Guardians. Your daily podcast on the Cleveland Guardians. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's Thursday, right? They're recording this for Thursday. Let me get it right today. Uh, the Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. To those making fun of me for my geography, former Geography Beat champ here. Yes, I messed up in what I said. I am very tired. Two kids under five, one of the five-year-old having a hard time, end of the school year. I will, I'll take you all on in a Jeopardy game. If we can do some kind of virtual Jeopardy, I will crush you. I, I promise you that. That is multi-time oh, state champion for academic challenge, for the second in the nation, uh, was the equivalent of first team at Ohio State. I'm, I'm pretty confident. I, I, I will, I will take you and I will you. not take you on. Um, now that I've been like aggro, totally not me. Uh, so the other things we learned today is we got to cut Shane Bieber because that's like two bad starts this month. So we got to cut guys when they that's haven't right. been great in a month. Uh, just like Cal Quantrill, just cut them. It's, it's best to move on. And uh, catch your ERA. Do I do I, I need to again point out ERA. why it why it's not a real stat? Um, yeah, move on. It, small sample sizes, it doesn't work. It is good for comparing catchers, but only if they share a, the load, which doesn't happen anymore because a catcher typically catches like one guy. He is their guy, um, and, and they don't flop who catches them. So yeah, there is that. But uh, I just wanted to kind of have some fun here at the start, call people out. Uh, I think that was one of our everydayers, uh, Jesus or Jesus. I don't know how to pronounce. Sorry, dude. Perez could be either way. Uh, who was teasing me? I know it was in good nature fun, but I figured I'd have some fun with it because, Hey, it's fun. The guardians offense woke up for three games. Uh, we'll see if they can stay there, but this was their best offensive uh, production all year. Even better when they faced the, uh, the single A team that is the Oakland Athletics. It's the first time winning back to back. Second time, yeah, it's the second time winning back to back series of the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was nice to win a game where the offense kept coming back and back. I mean, that and game had three out of four series is now right because the White Sox in between. They didn't. Did they win that White Sox series? No, they lost that. But then they won. Didn't they win the weekend before that? I'm trying to think who that. Well, that was the Mets series. So no, they got swept. Okay. So it was the Twin series was last one they won. Yes, they won the Twin series. No, they won. And they won the Angel series too. Yes. So. So they won. Hang hang on. They won one, two, three. They won four series in the month of May. Which hey, the Pirates are still. Remember when the Pirates were the story of the year and Derek Shelton got a contract extension? That wasn't at all foolhardy. Pirates now have not won a series in May. So they got that going for him. And, and hey, listen, again, offense was, this was perfect. Like for you and I, you had home runs, which you've been complaining about all year. They attempted to steal three bases. How mm-hmm. often have we been saying like run, run, run? Gosh, Naylor stole one of them. What about that? Yeah. Gabby That's Arias maybe had the hardest hit ball of the year for this team. Yeah. Uh, also you know, two was, walks today, by the way. Yeah. Which is what he does. Like he has got patience and everything else. Yeah. Who would have uh, guessed that, by the way? When I, when watching Gabby Arias in the minors, one thing you would never have said watching him is, ah, he's going to take some walks. Like he's adept at taking he walks. He did have that data in the lower minors, in mm, fairness to him. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I don't know, just watching the film. Like, yeah. and we also said, remember, lower minors, you cannot 
You can yeah, it doesn't necessarily translate. But double like, A and above, yeah, and, and double A and triple A, he was more of a free swinger. And okay, so you know, Miles Straw reached base one time with the walk, and Ahmed again. It's it's very weird. Is that like three games in a row where Ahmed walked? I think we have end times are nigh, is what that means. And he still can't do uh, anything. He scored a run, but he still can't do anything. Yeah, and, and he screwed Beaver, which we're gonna get to. He did screw yeah, Beaver. It's like Beaver it, had to make a better pitch the next batter. But he screwed him there with two outs. That that really cost Beaver uh, very bad. Uh, well, Ahmed is just costing this pitching staff all the flipping time, and he's still there. Every this is day. this is the locked on. We hate Rosario podcast. That's what it's become. We don't. He's a good teammate. It's he is in a bad role for him right now. He is not no, a just, good player. And like every day, problem, though, you're yeah. talking about every day. Is every Ahmed Rosario is an every day because we just keep. Every day in our, our heads because he's in, running through our heads every day. Like, <laughs> because he lives in our bad. minds, rent free. He and he's bad. hitting in the most important spot in the lineup by like by recent research. The number two spot mm-hmm. is where your best hitter is supposed to be. That is the most important spot in your lineup. You're putting your worst mm-hmm. hitter there, and you have right. a guy who can't play shortstop. And the problem is he literally can't play anywhere else. And right, his best asset is him. speed. That's it. Yeah, and yeah, he's okay. He's but he freaky. he is not he is not the focus today. The the, the focus no. today is. Double digit hits again today. Double digit runs. Double digit runs is a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, Andre Jimenez, we got to talk about him. He has finally, what he has six hits in the last two games. He's heating up. He hit the ball well. He finally looked confident. Now, I wanted to save this for later, but the Orioles. I guess we will. Yeah, save that for later. We will get because I want to. I want to. We're going to say this. The Orioles bullpen is good, and he did damage against the bullpen. Everyone did. They they got in the bullpen early in this because. Baltimore, we won't get into the, the starting pitching, but I put it this way. Like if you look at their just team FIP, it's actually top 10 in baseball. I'm going to tell you their starting pitching bullpen. FIP is not. Their bullpen is excellent. They have a right. very strong bullpen. So well, I Danny still think Columbia, you give them credit. Yeah, Danny, like, and Josh Naylor too, because Josh Naylor had, he had four hits. He had uh, three extra base hits, including a homer, six yeah. RBI, which is amazing. Uh, win probability added today of, of over 500. That's amazing for one game. Um but two times in the series, he hit a home. I think it was a double or a homer off Danny Colombe, who's having a really good year from, for the Orioles. And then on Wednesday, he hits a home run off of Cianal Perez, who has been really good this year as well. So back-to-back, or this, I don't know, back-to-back days, but twice in the series, Naylor has had an extra base hit off a of lefty. So that's huge. Um, he had a great month, really. I, if you look at it, I know we've kind of complained about Naylor sometimes, or some people have. But Josh Naylor, that's fair. No, Josh Naylor in, in the month of May, um, five homers and over 20 RBIs, uh, uh, over 100 WRC plus. I mean, look, his way to runs created plus today alone. He went from an 84 up to a 99. Like he, I was, yeah, 99. So he went from almost, he went from almost 20 points below average to one point below average. He's in a one. It hasn't been quite as consistent. And then the other killer is, He's getting sabotaged because he shouldn't play against lefties like that. He had big hits this series against lefties, which yeah. means, you know, he's going to play against lefties more. I mean, the he's more- never not. But like even so far, like, is this my, I want to make sure like his 2023 data, uh, his weighted runs created plus against a lefty is a 25. Like pitchers have a better than a 25 but because against righties. A- it's a 102. It's it's he, I, I understand it is there, but again, process versus approach to steal your line. I'm not uh, disagreeing with you. I'm just saying the more he does this, the more he's, you know, he's going to, no, I know he's going to. Yeah. But if you're, if you were curious, his March, April runs created plus was a 63. It's, you know, the one Oh eight this month. 
And the BAPIP went from a 217 to 281, which is more in line, which is kind of what we're right, saying. There time. was some bad batted ball luck. Um, he just had to kind of get into fully into the swing of things, get into the, the season proper. And unlike an Ahmed, he, he's done it. But like this was across the board. Outside of Straw and Rosario, you had to feel really... I mean, Stephen Kwan had a pretty poor game yesterday. He was great today. Like, he helped rebound, got himself up to a nearly 100 runs created plus, right? Yeah. Was it Monday he had the bad day? I think he had a good oh, wasn't day. It, I think he had a good day yesterday. I thought yesterday was the 0 for 5 or I could was be it? wrong. I thought... Let me check. I think... I thought I thought the other day was... But today was uh, 3 for 6 with 3 runs. Um, you know, 3 hits for Jose, 4 hits for Naylor, 4 hits oh, for right. Jimenez. And then, you know, Gabby reached three times thanks to the two walks. So it's just, and everybody reached base at least once. Like, that's the other thing. Everybody got right. on base. Yes. There was nobody yes. who did not get on base. So that's that's why they win. And it's it's fun. 12 runs. Like, yeah. And Josh it was Bell at a home run. Yeah. It was frustrating because of, you know, they, like, especially Bieber when they took the lead out. and then they get, then Santander, the one who got away, he's always going to be the one that got away. Uh, you know, he with that home run, but then they just never let up. They never gave up. Hopefully, this is that game that we've talked about, like the one they can start to flip things for them. Uh, Maybe it was the walk off against St. Louis. I don't know because they hit the ball well. They could have swept the series because if they if the pitching had been better on Tuesday night, they would have won that game as well because they scored five runs. So the magic number for this team has been four four runs, amazingly, and then. I mean, really, okay, I know this, again, this is going to sound like optimistic or it's going to sound like, a, I don't know, that I'm beating the drum. I'm going to sound like I'm, a, what's the word I'm saying? A, a shill? I'm going to sound like I'm a shill here. But look at this. Go back. Okay, that White Sox series uh, on the road before the Mets series, they could have easily won that series. Um, they could have the won Met, the Mets. That, they could have won the Mets. They were in the all Mets. Those... They could have swept the Mets. Like what? I mean, right. They had they multiple blown games. That Met series, it's just that been... White Sox series at home was not super pretty, but you know, okay. The St. Louis series, they won the series. They could have won Saturday night's game. That was all well, they only allowed two hits. Like we could be talking about a really nice run right here, despite the fact they've played frustrating. And you know, they end the month 25 and 30. The twins are, as we're recording, beating the brains out of the Astros. So um no, that's not going to help them tonight. We shouldn't really be scoreboard watching at this point. But, like, all things considered, and, and I know it's division dependent, right? Because if they're in the AL East, they'd be buried. The season would be over. Um, they're but, in any other division. That's probably the case. I know. I know. But, you case. know, it, they are they play, they play are where they are, and the division title isn't what they should aspire to, but they are where they are. And if this buys them time to actually, like, start showing up and doing what they're supposed to be doing all along, then maybe they can be become that team. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, we've talked the last couple of days about not seeing the signs like it's going to happen, but I don't know. I guess I have a little bit of hope after this game because it'd be, it'd be one thing if they went out and they won like 12 to one, right? Like if Beaver pitched great or well, and they didn't give all these runs, oh, they won a 12 to one game. But I feel like it makes it more interesting or more gives you more hope because the Orioles kept coming back and taking the lead on them. This offense this year, you know, you would have said, ah, it's four to one. That's the end of the game, right? This game's over. Um, but they didn't, they kept coming back. Remember the white Sox game last year, the grand slam, like that was when 
the Naylor game, the, the three-run homer and the grand slam and the ninth and the extra innings that gave them the win. That was the game where I felt like last year this team was never out of the game. And I don't know. Today was one of those days where I feel like this, the way the season has gone so far, they could have easily shut down. The, the, the game could have been over, and they kept coming back. So rather than winning 12-1, to which would have been nice, less stressful, Coming back after they kept giving the lead up, and I know Beaver didn't pitch well, and that's concerning, which we're going to get into. But yep, we'll have know, to get I, in, I but we'll get into like punching back. Is a good thing. Yeah, we'll get into all that after we come back from a quick break and a word from our fantastic sponsors. Uh, we love all of our sponsors, especially those who are sticking with us into June. Well, if you're planning on going to any Guardians games in the month of June, check out the Game Time app. You don't have to worry about waiting until the last minute to buy tickets. The St. Louis series, they had over 90,000 fans that weekend. It was a packed ballpark. I was at one of those games. Uh, Couldn't believe the amount of fans they had that weekend. Uh, Summer is here. It's June. So a lot of events are going to be happening. Concerts, ball games. Uh, Maybe you want to go to the NBA Finals. Jeff, do you know who's playing the NBA Finals? Real quick. Uh, Nuggets Heat. Oh, look at that! I was I was hoping to catch you off guard. I didn't actually remember it was the Heat. Remember it was the Nuggets. Whatever you're trying to go to, forget planning months in advance. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. They have deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and with the game time guarantee, you will always get the best price. They will credit you 110 percent of the difference if you find tickets in the same se- section in the same row for less. So get download the game time app, create an account, use the code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase terms to apply again, create an account and redeem the code locked on MLB for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. 740 on Thursday night. If you 740 in the East coast, anyway, uh, 640 central and, uh, I don't know, through 240. Hawaiian time. Uh, yeah. Check the serious part of the United app. States. <laughs> I'm part of the United States still uh, have been for quite a long time. Yeah. Check Sirius XM to catch Tom Hamilton and Jim Rosenhaus with the twin series, which we're going to get into a little bit later as well. Okay. Uh, the Shane Beaver thing. Yeah. I was excited that the, the team punched back after they were kept getting punched in the mouth, which is good. You know, they play a little Rocky Balboa today. Um, I'm not going to really crap on Beaver too much. Like he did not pitch well. I will say uh, it was a bad game. He pitched poorly. The Ahmed error did kind of screw him, but all the damage came with on two outs. I don't know what happened. Like he was getting two outs every inning quickly. And then it seemed like once he they doesn't got the have two a outs, put away pitch pitch anymore. Like he is, like I said, he is a, a rich man's Josh Tomlin right now. Like he is home run prone. And if, you know, Josh Tomlin to me is an interesting comp because remember that there was that one year where he came back and half the season had a carry at over eight and looked fantastic. And then it all went away and he dropped back to the six range. Go compare Bieber and Tomlin right now. It is a little frightening. Uh, and I don't know what you do. I, I, I do recommend going and reading Zach's piece because it certainly made me feel like he has never gotten all the way back and healthy over at the athletic no, I don't I, think he has. No. no Car- I mean Carl Willis was like, you know, he could throw 92 and pitch 30 games or throw 95 and pitch 18. Like Carl Willis made it sound like he is not all the yeah, way Yeah, I would I would need to hear more context on I that do too, sure. but it's not not a good look. <laughs> That's not yeah. a statement he should maybe make, but he made it sound like he is not healthy. Um and yeah, and that's the thing too, like 
a statement like that, guess what that also does? That's also going to hurt trade value because teams are going to be like, is he not healthy? Like that is when your pitching coach is implying there's a health issue. That's going to make me worried. God, I don't, I don't think any team is reading a comment in the news clippings and saying, ah, oh, we I mean, can't trade for this if, guy now. If I'm, if I'm a manager data. and I'm looking at multiple guys and I'm seeing this guy isn't the same guy he was three years ago, that is going to be, okay, I already had enough red flags. Connect them all. I might chase Eduardo Rodriguez instead. Like you, you know, still, Well, he's hurt now too, so good luck with is. that. So, but, yeah, that actually helps Bieber's case, but we're still hoping this team doesn't have to trade Shane Bieber at this point. But um, the Tigers... The Tigers may have to trade Eduardo Rodriguez if he gets healthy. Either way, I mean, the Tigers are players. still ahead of the Guardians in the right. Standing, so I will say, gonna... like, like okay, they faced Boston earlier this year, and he had a great start against Boston. Boston's offense is just as good as Baltimore's, if not better. I mean, right now no, they have well, a Baltimore's one is better, not Boston's... by stats, not by stats. By right lineup, now, Bal- it is. Baltimore's weighted runs created plus right now one hundred seven. Boston one hundred eight. Really? Mm-hmm. I would. Well, that's because. You know, I did a whole thing about how uh, Masaka Yoshida was not a good signing, and that looks dumb. I want to talk about things that got wrong. Alex Verdugo has been great. Yeah, that offense yeah. is good. So Bieber has pitched well against good teams. I, I just think it was a weird start. His pitch mix to me looked bad. He, I, I don't know what was going on, but like he threw more four seams. This year he has been usually throwing more cutters. I think the biggest thing for him is the breaking stuff. Like obviously 2020, you know, you can't really – take a whole lot out of that if anything at all but what remember you watching with him is how often he was throwing sliders and curveballs and nobody could touch him he was throwing for strikes he was burying him in the dirt and everybody was chasing yeah that curveball just in the same pitch that came up in the yeah the, both breaking pitches i know the slider yeah. this year has been his best secondary and he's gotten the most whiffs on those but he's not striking a lot of guys out so it's not like that's just his best pitch whiff wise but it's not a great pitch by a lot of mm-hmm. metrics um yeah it just feels like he doesn't have this is a new trend ever since the injury. And I wonder if there's some stuff with his you know. K rate amongst like guys with his starts, like is one of the worst in baseball. And again, that's going to hurt. Like he's not, you know, someone was like, well, if you're not going to get the, when you go to trade him, you, you know, you're not going to get the, the Castillo. Castillo. Maybe no. you get the, the Barrios. I'm like, you're not getting either because he's not missing bats. Teams, especially come to playoffs. You need to be able to miss bats. bats. Barrios, yeah, as bad as I mean, he's been at the time, Barrios was missing bats. Yeah, and Bieber, I mean, Bieber, I think, is getting you closer to Tyler Molly returns. Like, I have to be honest. More and more, if he can't miss bats, you're not getting a lot for that guy because you need your studs in the postseason. The guys you want, you don't want Cal Quantrell. Can I say the word? Uh, but, uh, yeah, Bieber's inability he's being one of the worst. So there you go. Yeah, well, they both are. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's Bieber's value is just not there. If like, Bieber, people, okay. I, be honest. You know, I, one of our comments was like, hey, we should trade Savali or Quantrell and get us a left-handed bat that'll help this lineup. I'm like, you're also not getting that. Like, we have to realize that, like, look what, what left-handed I mean, bat are you getting for that? What are you getting? Are you getting Adam Dunn? Adam Dunn? You could get Adam Dunn for, for one of them right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, even for Bieber, I think we're going to have to lower expectations because his performance is lowered and has gotten lower over a three-year period. Mm-hmm. And if they don't trade him in this season, this offseason, you're almost getting to the point where it's like form. you might have more value holding on to him and then getting that's a first-round pick. That's like true. It might be more valuable to like, hey, we'll qualifying offer him. Starters get paid in free agency. Like We're getting to a point where actually Bieber might be here in a year. That's an interesting take. No, I, I don't disagree with that at all, actually. You're right. If he if he continues – and look, he's been fine. Has he been – he has not been – 
ace Shane Bieber or 2020 Shane Bieber. He has not been. He hasn't even been 2019 Shane Bieber. He no, is. He's he's a he's a two almost a three right that, now. That, that's what I was going to try to ask you here. So let me yeah. let me say let me ask you. Actually, let's let's come right back. I want to ask you that, and I want to ask you about how you feel mm-hmm. going in this Minnesota series. So I'm going to ask you about one thing about Shane Bieber when we come back in just a moment. Well, Shane Bieber will not be pitching in the Minnesota series, but you can check out the Guardians and Twins starting on Thursday night on your SiriusXM app. Just listen to Tom Hamilton and Jim Rosenhouse on the call. Just search Guardians on the app. Okay. Right now, where would you feel comfortable starting Shane Bieber in a playoff game? Would you? Because, okay, either the Guardian, even the Guardians. Let's start this way. God, his K rate is below 20%. It is. It's bad. Um, 6.21. Heading yeah, into the day, it's probably even. Lower. I mean, it, yeah, his FIP is over four. Okay, let's say you're a you're a contending team. Let's say you are. I'm trying to think who's in first place here. Who needs pitching right now? That's in first place. The Rays Besides, have a lot of injuries. Okay, I brought up the Rays before, you, and the Mets are the team that. You okay, know. you are. Well, I think we know the answer with the Mets because you have Scherzer and Verlander. Yeah. Um. Let's even say the Braves, like the Braves. You know, Max Fried's been. I don't know. Any any team right now, let's say you are a, a contending team wants to trade for Shane Bieber. Where is he pitching for you in the playoffs? Is he pitching game one? Is he pitching game two? Is he pitching game three? I think for Rays, it's game three at least. Yeah, for the Rays, it's great. He's it's I mean, maybe on the the for the Braves it's game the two. Brewers, it's, it's definitely game three, not. And I think they get yeah. if they can get um what's the second guy's name back? Um not Brandon Woodruff. Woodruff and uh, I mean Peralta's struggled, but he's also been really good in the past. Dodgers, uh, you have Kershaw, you get Urias back if you yeah, go out and get a three. The Dodgers don't even need him because honestly, no. if I was the Dodgers, I'd rather roll out um, Gavin yeah, Stone. People and keep Bobby bringing Miller. up the yeah, people keep bringing up the Dodgers. I don't, I don't think they make much there. Sense. Um, uh, the Braves, the- you know, yes, Bryce Bryce Elder has been great for them, but that's kind of a, a little bit of a surprise. It just brought up AJ Smith. Schuster Morton is still around. Like honestly, it's like he's a third starter on most playoff teams. Mike Soraka, it's like maybe he's he's probably a two for the Braves. He's not getting over Spencer Strider. Well, if Freed comes back healthy, yeah, then he is the three. You know, if Freed comes back healthy, it's yeah, it's Strider, Freed, and maybe maybe it's Beaver. I don't know. That's what Um, I'm saying. And then you know, Baltimore. Okay, so Baltimore is the we just saw them. They're the other team. When I did the, I looked at the maybe his game starting rotations. Ah, he. I mean. He's probably their number one. Let's be honest. So that's one team right now. The yeah. Yankees. You have Garrett Cole and yeah, he's not the number one. Cortez that... hasn't been great. No, and Montez is hurt, so he's probably maybe Rondon comes back. Rodon, I should say. I would you know, not like maybe, yeah. but Blue like Jays. Probably... Blue Jays are hurt by by having Alec Manoa stink, but you still have yeah. Gosman. That's what I'm saying. So out of all the teams we just discussed, at best he's a two. Maybe he, on the Orioles he's a one. Arizona has sat Gallon, so yeah, that's a, that's a no. Um, I mean, you can just so go down. Not, like the Cubs trained. would probably the Cubs aren't in the playoffs, but they would probably start Stroman. Cincinnati, okay, yes. Colorado, okay, yes. Miami, yeah, well, yeah. that's not happening. They're currently the Astros uh, don't really need them. Yeah, no. so I mean, that's what I'm saying though. If you are a team who not needs for Philly, three, this this is the whole argument. If you are a team who needs to trade for Shane Bieber, you are not trading for him to be the ace of your staff this postseason no. because he is not Luis Castillo started game one for the Mariners last year in the postseason, didn't he? Or at least it was game two. But you traded for him to be a postseason ace, and he pitched like one. After Shane tonight, Bieber is, 
is not that guy right now. So no, that's what I'm saying. Look at the trade value based on that. And for the Guardians right now, honest, honestly, tell me if the Guardians made the playoffs. I know this is a hilarious conversation to have right now, but if you're if you're really seriously talking about if it's better to keep Shane Bieber on this team because of his value right now instead of trading him, where are you pitching him in a postseason series? Are you sticking with him number one because of what's in the heart? Or I guess who- for me, it's experience. Like I, you know, guys tend to not always step right into the postseason and perform well. And yeah, he did. And was first like that time. his first time too. Yeah, but he was he was pretty solid last year. I, on this team, as of right now, he's probably still there. But I also have to point this out. You know, he was had a, a coming into the night. He was had one point one WAR. His WAR has undoubtedly gone down. Um, you know who has one WAR? Jordan Montgomery in St. Louis, who was acquired last year at the deadline for Harrison Bader. Right. You know who else has one WAR? Pablo Lopez, who. Uh, was traded with prospects to get a first baseman who yeah, is a hit right now. You, you know, and, and Pablo Luis Arez has been a fantastic hitter, but he is a, there's no power. There's no walks. You're just, you're paying for, he is, he is a, you know, an above average hitter. He's not a great hitter. And they had to trade Pablo Lopez plus prospects to no get defense, no speed. Yeah. To get a guy like that. So you look at the guys that he is equal to in terms of his production this year, uh, Harrison Bader, and then a guy who had to be traded with prospects to get Luis Arez. Now, again, right now, Bader and Arez would probably start for this team if they were here. We're not saying you can't get an upgrade, but teams know that he, and again, in the postseason, all the data comes at a, at a positive, you know, comes at a premium, I should say. And he is, I think his value goes down almost with every start right now. And it's, that's why I said it's like to kind of the point where like maybe I they mean, don't trade him. If he yep. if he starts pitching like the Shane Bieber we, we used to, and I don't okay, I think it's unfair to expect that he is going to come back to being twenty twenty Shane Bieber. I don't know. If, I don't even know if twenty nineteen Shane Bieber is fair to expect. In twenty twenty, I'll again say he faced only the Central that year, two terrible divisions. Right. We're, Some we're people gonna, say that like that's you know it you know everyone faced. I'm like no, he faced the two worst divisions of baseball. He, he got fat on terrible players. Can you get Shane Bieber of last year back somehow? I don't even know if you can get Shane Bieber of his rookie year back. Well, he was better last year than his rookie year. That's what I'm saying. Last year was his second best year of his career. I know, but I just the, the fact that he has continued to decline. His, I mean, he last can't year, miss any of, bats outside of uh, outside of 2020, throw 2020 out. Last year was the lowest FIP of his career, and that was with also yeah. a declining strikeout rate last year. But it was still steady. It was still over eight, was it not? Or did it end close to eight? It was over. It was almost nine. Yeah. And that's yeah. because he got better as the season went along, too. Remember, he was. He no, was he this, wasn't. But he, he was, wasn't this bad, I feel like, at this point in the year. Still, there was a start last year against the Toronto Blue Jays where he didn't strike out a batter. It was the first time all of, all of his career he didn't strike a batter out. And I said, this this might, like, I didn't say it was the end, but I said, this is some seriously alarming stuff from Bieber right now. And he turned around. He was better. Because remember, everybody kept picking on him at the velocity all year, saying, "Oh, he's not throwing yeah. hard enough. He's not throwing hard enough." And eventually, he never did throw hard. Like I think 92, no. 93 was his. But like, he was right now, and he's not throwing any less hard than he was a year ago. The velocity. No, has, yeah, the velocity is, is stayed, but just guys aren't swinging at the pitches. He's not generating. Any I, of I really action. think it just has to be a sequencing thing for him. The command is still there. Like, yeah, there are days where. He doesn't have the command. Like maybe today was a day where he left a lot. And he, of- and again, he talked about it in that great article where he's like, some days I just don't have my curveball, which is another like troubling well, he thing. He hasn't that- had a lot of days. That's a problem. Yeah. Look, she, and, and that I, used to be his best pitch. And I, I hate to to speculate this because we don't know this for sure. And I hate to, to accuse this, but 
it is looking like odd timing that his injury hit right around the time that they cracked down on sticky stuff. But I will say, like, his velocity, his spin hasn't changed. But he you know, hasn't had the grip on the curveball, and the curveball yeah. spin has been down. Yeah, I know, so that, that doesn't the it. matter, but... But it, uh, I will say the sticky stuff doesn't help velocity, and his velocity also dropped. No, it, it and, doesn't. And I will but... say, like, a year ago, his worst month of FIP came in July at 347. He's over four for this year. So, like, yeah, he no, he's definitely over, having, you know, this trouble, is trouble there. There's no doubt. Um, he's not an ace right now. Like, and no, he's not going to fetch an ace return. And we just need to be honest about that. Unless, which is why I think you're, you're right in saying it's better to just hold on to him. Because, like you said, like we just argued, he probably is not a game one starter for most of the teams. No. And if you're not getting that return for him, and if he is still your game one starter, if this team finds a way to climb into the postseason, he is more valuable to the team right now. You reassess what happens in the offseason and you go from there. Like I still think we both agree he's going to be traded in January anyway. But like you said, if if this if this current slide continues with his strikeout rate, traded. then he's not. Yeah, because then the, the return is the qualifying offer and a draft pick is better than the return. So um I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm not like sounding alarm bells from this one start on Bieber, obviously, like because you know we're not going to take away one start for any guys like Cal Quantrill or or Shane Bieber, but there are things you know to be what concerned they, about. What they need to do, and and we can say this for later. Uh, you know, last time they had, well, I guess when they trade Clevenger, that was straight up. But if you go back to Trevor Bauer, uh, you know, there's that piece in the Athletic again. I go, I pay. I like that website uh, about how the Reds might have to trade Jonathan India. Now I don't think they'd want Shane Bieber, but I wonder. Uh, if if we get to the point in the year, is there a world where Bieber goes to another team for prospects that can flip to a Cincinnati and you get India? They have done a three-team deal with the Reds before. With the Reds before. Just gonna... Where does Jonathan India play here, though, by the way? I don't know. But is, is he an upgrade? Yes. <laughs> no, but where does he play? Um, the two probably de- plays are cocky- occupied with long-term yeah. deals. He's probably first base. Because he's not a great defender. That's You know, that's a thing. Like... But does the bat profile like first base? Yes. Have you seen what he's, he's, I mean, he's last year was his worst year and he was like a 95 runs created plus. So, I mean, he's been over a hundred, the two other years. So it's again with this team, hundred percent. Uh, is he better than Josh Bell? Yes. And I don't know if he's better than Josh Naylor. Like the numbers are pretty in line with Josh Naylor. I guess the OB. Yeah. But I mean, again, at the same time, he also gives you some flexibility, you know, can play a few spots, do that. Yeah. And then, but, he, you know, he's, he's a proven bat who is still an upgrade for your team with a 115 runs created plus. And his defensive scores have been pretty terrible third. He's probably not a third baseman. Yeah. Honestly. Well, it doesn't matter because he has. Yeah, I don't know. All right. This Minnesota series, we got to get out of here. But uh, yeah. so Friday, Thursday night is Pablo Lopez, the guy we just talked about, who's having yeah. a great year. Versus Tanner Bybee, that is a must-see pitching matchup. That's going to be fun. The Twins' offense right now, um, it's scuffling little, a little. Yeah, well, they're they're blowing out Houston as we're talking, but they are yeah. they are still middle of the pack offensively. A one hundred and one WRC plus. That's fifteenth in baseball. Yeah. Correa is having have, a rough year. They've had injuries again. Yeah, uh, Saturday, I should say Friday is officially Aaron Savali and Billy Ober. Yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Big Bailey Ober fan here, so yeah, Logan Allen and Sonny Gray on Saturday. That's going to be a really fun one. That was a matchup we saw earlier in the year, and then uh, Sunday, neither team has a starter listed. So, what the email we got 
had Cal Contral this morning. No, it doesn't. It the one I got at eight thirty had Cal Contral. The email that came like, out at the email that came with the matchups after today's game did not. Okay, so the one from eight twenty four a.m. has Sunny yeah, versus Joe Ryan. That's Cal and Joe Ryan. Yeah, the one yeah. after the game did not. So I don't know. We'll see. I I I, I would be I would think Cal's making the start only because Mackenzie Mackenzie can probably make, only go like three innings. Yeah, and Gaddis is going to the bullpen until 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 Saturday or until Friday. No, Saturday when when Savali can pitch. Yeah, um, that's Friday. I'm sorry. Is that Friday? Thursday. Uh, he is. Let's see. Savali is Friday because tomorrow is by B Lopez. Yeah. So or, Savali, as you're watching this, the day of this is by B Lopez. Friday. So yeah. Gattis so you'll see Gaddis likely out of the pen tomorrow because yeah, hopefully you know, smoke him while you got him. Well, hopefully they don't need him. Hopefully Bybee yeah. gives you seven strong and you don't got to worry about it. But uh, yeah, so Cal, maybe the starting on Friday. I don't think Mackenzie has stretched out enough. I guess we'll find out and we'll go from there. So is this a big series, Jeff? Do you feel like this is a big series? It is June. It's officially June. So summer's here. More, we're past Memorial Day. The Guardians are still under 500. They are out of first place, but they are not behind by far. They'll be, they'll be three and a half games back after the Astros lose this game to the Twins. So yeah. here's the thing: like, it's a big series, but the way this division is, you're competing to get crushed in the opening round. Like this, they're not a good team. So it's it's a big series, but this is still not I a think good baseball team. I think they're all big series. Yeah, because you're waiting for this team to prove that they can follow up on what they did last year and and, and deliver on the preseason promise. So they're all big series from that from that perspective, but at the whole you know, I think it's a big series in terms of keeping the momentum going and feeling like this offense has finally turned a corner. Not because of who it's against, but because you're facing the best pitching staff in the league right now, and if you can if you can come into Minnesota against this pitching rotation and you can go out and hit the ball and and score like you you did a little bit in Baltimore, you can feel good about yourself. They currently are tied for the ninth, eighth worst record in baseball with Philadelphia and San Diego. Two other playoff teams. That tells you what it's like. The Cincinnati Reds are the best team in Ohio, according to record right now. So, you know, they're they're, they're trying to, to get, fight to compete and get back in this. And, yeah, maybe we can turn it around. It's just been a very dispiriting year, and maybe that's too much of what I'm showing. But, yeah, I you know, I'll be curious to see what happens. The, I mean, the Twins, they did really well against last time. One could have made a case they should have swept that series. We're still waiting on it for a sweep. I'm not going to count on that in a four-game series with some of these pitching matches. Not against the Twins, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, they are a team. You know, we'll have to still kind of wait and see on what's happening. Today was very positive. I should, you know, put that hat on. You know, Jimenez is hopefully going to turn around. Uh, He's probably ahead of Straw now, at least, in terms of runs created plus on this team. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of guys – move up and then we're just going to see what they do. They're in a weird, awkward situation with their starting pitching. Um, you know, they're kind of threading some needles and no one really knows what's going to happen. Jimenez WRC plus now is it was a 70 last night. It's 81. So yes, he is ahead of miles straw. Now he yeah. is behind Gabriel Arias. Who's at a 90 and Gabby should play every day. Play at Gabby every day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Zanino is weirdly just a Zanino. He is, he is Zanino. He's going to be like a ninety by the end of the year. Yeah, but what's his what catcher ERA, Jeff? What's his catcher oh, ERA? 
catcher ERA is the only thing that matters. Uh, what does matter is we hurry up and get out of here before we get yelled at for going long. So thank you all for rating and reviewing, downloading. It helps. Make sure you do, do download every day. Uh, do do yes do 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 get it we want to get back in that top 100 it's uh, we haven't been out of there in a while thank you all and go go guardians go